It is Friday, December 8th, 2023, season 19, episode number 85. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. And uh, today we get to talk a little bit about Cowboys versus Eagles. We'll let you know what we think is going to happen this weekend. Uh, That game is a Sunday night tilt. Should be a very interesting game, hopefully a fun game, and hopefully Cowboys get a win. We'll see. Before we get going, though. Did that New England game hit the over? Oh, my God. By barely? Did you watch it? No. I, I didn't no. either. Like, I was yeah, like, I'm not watching this. No, I was watching I'm sorry. I'm not watching this. I was watching. I was and watching. I'll watch anything, but Zappy, I'm not watching it. wasn't half bad, but it was a Zeke game. Kudos to Zeke for being able to yeah. basically get that. He willed. Sorry, uh, Zeke. I couldn't watch it, bro. Yeah, no, that he, that he, was the game I couldn't um, watch. Over 150, roughly 150 go, yards from scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know, Take that. Helped seal the, the win for them. But Ambar also, was screaming for him. Um, he saved a pick six, so Zappy throws the ball, and it, it would have been a pick six that probably would have won, won the game for Pittsburgh. And Zeke went from zero to 100. I did see that quick, highlight. Gunned yeah. the guy down, threw, knife through guys to gun the guy down at the sideline, yeah. and it ended up okay. the next drive ended up being a turnover on down. So uh, Patriots got the ball back. So Zeke was playing defense and offense. Last That's night. why his mom tweeted out he made a tackle at Florida at, a, at, a, yes. at Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She's like, this yeah. guy, he could tackle. What are yeah. you guys acting like? He can't tackle, yeah. you know? Still yeah. love you, Zeke. She's such a football mom. Now. Oh, you she can is tell. A She's a football mom. mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't track too, right? Oh, they're a family full of athletes. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Mom was an athlete. I think Mom was a big time track star, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's where they kind of get But so was dad. Dad was an oh, athlete okay. as well. So, okay. I mean, it's it's in the bloodline. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But before we get going, we got to say happy birthday to our happy very birthday. own. Happy birthday. Hey, G, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank 20, you very much. So it's this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, it's I was going to say it's 20. It's 21 and we'll just repeat. Okay. It's just 21. I, I, think, I was going to say know? 29Q. So, because we're like, this is the third. You know, the, it's you know what the funny thing is? You know, the funny thing is that when I was a lot younger, uh-huh. <laughs> I used to be. I, I would get so annoyed with women that wouldn't say their age. Right. I'm like, who cares? Big, uh, like, you're so uh-huh. ridiculous. And, and now I've hit this. And I'm like, well, now I get it. It's just, it's just you know. That karma. Uh, hey, man, that man all types of That's karma happening to karma. me today. But, man. So Pollard and Micah together? Brian, worry about scouting yeah. football teams, not scouting people's ages. But. Well, I'm about to be 60 <laughs> right. on Tuesday. Hey, man, yeah. every year is a blessing. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. you can that's know exactly fact. how many you, you years I've been You might do this show without me I'm soon. Early. You know, that's, that's yeah. Oh, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. You but. got one coming up here too, Brian. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Is that going to be 60? 60. The, the, one of my fun times of my memory when I turned 50, Nick arranged yeah. Sean Lee Oh wow! To bring oh, yeah. me, yeah. Yeah. Okay. that was cool. Yeah. His fifty yeah. jersey yeah. on yeah. and a I birthday cake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. That was that was one of the cooler times. Sean Lee, I heard there's a birthday in here. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Sean Lee, I'm like, I'm thinking, what did I say? <laughs> what did I make mad? He's like, no, happy birthday. I'm like, oh my god. Luckily, it was a great player that wore fifty at the time. Yeah, right? it, yeah. it was a great player. No <laughs> that worked question. out. No worked question. Out. All right, but happy birthday, Ag. Thank We're you. Very very happy to have you on the show today. I didn't know if you'd show up. I figured you might be like wake up and be like, I'm chilling today i'm not yeah. coming in so i was waiting for that phone call but no 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 i, I, I was gonna show up okay. and come in here Good. now i have issues today um <laughs> you know was that on the show you were talking about it yesterday or was yeah. that just off the show it was on the break. It was on the break, and you on just, the break put, you the just break. put it on the record. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I'm pretty sure she said it on the air, so you might Oops. You, you might just need to tell everybody Oops. why you're now just, in uh, more say, trouble with IT. I'll, Sorry, Ben. So, so people know what I'm talking about. Um, 
I, I, IT tends to get under my skin sometimes with some of the updates. We love you, Ben. Yeah, yeah, you but they, they love doing updates, security updates, and this one in the middle of the season, they decided to do when he just screwed up my whole computer and he messes your workflow. Like things don't work properly. Uh -oh. Your doc, it, oh, it's, it's just, over. it's messed up. It's and over. I was complaining about it yesterday <laughs> during the break. Um, and then today, and I remember, I'm like, man, I have to change my password today which was yesterday You're my last gambling. day and i She's forgot about like they, it by the way by the way they give you a two-week notice like oh, they no. start every day and, counting down like you have 14 days you have 13 days you have 12 you. days yeah. like they gave her a chance <laughs> they gave her every opportunity me and helman used yeah. to gamble on this all the time <laughs> like how close can you get before it actually goes away well i'm locked i'm yeah. locked out today and i have to go Ooh, find it and see if they can unlock my account i'm just but. imagining the smile on ben's face as you walk up it's just yeah. ear to ear like the cheshire cats oh oh you, you need love us me now, now. Mm. Uh, but right. anyways yes happy let's jump in to me. happy birthday to you let's go and jump in let's talk a little bit about some injuries we got to get update on mike mccarthy what do we know at this yeah point? uh fantastic news mike is back in the building this morning oh um and jerry Surgery jones two days ago yeah two days ago not even 48 hours ago football people are crazy less than 48 hours ago yeah. um yeah. so he's back in the building and jerry jones told 105.3 the fan this morning that it will be quote-unquote business as usual when it comes to the coaching um regimen for this sunday so mike okay. i'm assuming that means mike will be on the sideline side because you, business as usual is exactly that business as usual kind of a funny thing that Dak said uh, yesterday when I asked uh, Dak about uh, the potential of Mike being on the field or, or being available to coach and he said uh, you know he's he's a tough guy uh, and he's always saying he's a tough guy so so prove it mm -hmm. okay I love that I love that so All I'm right. sure Mike saw that and was like oh Okay. Jam so, yeah, Mike will be uh, back in the building. We'll see if he's on the field, but it sounds like he'll be on the field um, less than four days after having an emergency appendectomy. Um, as far as the injury report, uh, with a lot of guys returning from a veteran rest day, it shrunk quite a bit. Um, veteran rest day for Zach Martin on yesterday. Tyron Smith is still on the plan, capital T, capital P. Um, Matt Willetsko, whose 21-day practice window was activated on Wednesday, he was upgraded to full participation. Pin, uh, and the usual Rico Dowdle uh, still dealing with that that ankle. He was limited. Peyton Hendershot, he's still on the injury report, but he's been activated to the 53-man roster, sending Sean McEwen with an ankle injury to IR. So for the most part, outside of those who are on IR, Cowboys are really healthy going into this game. So knock on wood, that stays the case after Friday's and Saturday's practice. Have you guys gotten any indication as to whether um, what they did with Zach is going to be a normal thing? Obviously right now, Tyron really isn't practicing mm -hmm. on full practices, and, and it's worked. Like it, it, it does seem as though he's a little more spry. Does it seem like maybe they're, they're going down that track with Zach now yeah. this week, giving him that rest as well? We, we have the opportunity on 105.3 The Fan to interview him every Thursday, yeah. and he, he talks about how hard it is to get back for these games, and especially with the number of games they played and the number of days. So um, I think they're being very mindful of his situation and you know his, uh, his age. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, I, I, it sounds like just talking to him that he really appreciates. He likes to practice, but he also, you know, he also appreciates feeling better because we asked him the question about that. And, you know, he's talking about the mini buy and how much it helped his body and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they, I, think the, I think the organization is being just really mindful about it. If, he said, if they said go practice, he'd go practice. But he, he does appreciate them allowing him not to 
have to go out there and bang around a little bit. Yeah, it's not a spring chicken anymore. And I think everybody involved recognizes that. And now we're getting into the back end of the season where, um, you know, the wear and tear can really start to show itself. So it just makes sense that, you know, you would start to kind of ease back on his practice workload. But like Brian said, Zach, he, if, whatever you need him to do as yeah. far as practice, he'll get out there and do it. Um, but it's just wise by McCarthy and his staff to look at a guy as valuable as Zach Martin um, on an offensive line that has had more than its share of adversity this season mm-hmm. with injury and saying, hey, we need you for this uh, for this push. Um, so, yeah, if, if you don't practice one or two times a week, if it helps you be refreshed for Sunday or, you know, Monday, so be it. So I like it. And it also comes at a time where now you can say everyone's on the same, like in sync and on the same page as far as the O-line. I know we were there were a few weeks where we were discussing they that, needed that they needed to practice yeah. together and that wasn't happening. They have enough, enough time to do that. I think they found the rhythm now and it's okay for those guys to to rest and then give reps to the other guys behind them yeah. that just really just put uh elder barge in my head so now it's gonna be stuck for the rest of the day get the rhythm of the night listen to the morning light <laughs> i'm showing my age now but yeah thanks for that because i love this like you decided to sing it like yeah. okay yeah. oh I'm, I'm not afraid of okay it. yeah i'll put myself out there now you know. i ain't mad at you all right matt lesko you mentioned him uh what what realistically can they expect from him is this really more about just getting in practice time or is this something where they expect that maybe he can fill in and be a backup type player for this season kind of feel like this is more geared to 2024 yeah i think this is like uh you know kind of figure out let him have these next uh you know the 21 days take the full amount about it and and go about it that way you know but uh and maybe they'll have an ability to put him on hopefully they won't have to use him in any way but I think this is more about he's missed a lot of time. Yeah. And so now it's trying to make up. I don't know how much you can make up in 21 days with the way that they practice, but at least he's out there doing something. And uh, I think this is more about 2024, hopefully, for that. I think it's it's that in the, in addition to just it's insurance, right? So um, you, you never know what's going to happen with the injuries on the offensive line. So if you start his 21-day window now, that's yeah. it's allowing him to practice and get those reps in. So best case, you don't need him, and a guy like Austin Richards remains yeah. available. And then you let him revert to season ending, and hey, see you again in 2024. Right. Um, but then another scenario is if you were knock on wood to lose a guy like Austin Richards for whatever case in late right. December, guess what? Um, Willetsko has been practicing and he's ready to be yeah. activated. So it just makes sense on both uh, on both notes. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back from that break, we're going to talk about the Cowboys versus the Eagles. I have a few questions for you guys, some matchup questions. We'll do that when we come back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in 
the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to the break. Experience the magic of the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at Christmas time. Available mm-hmm. through the holiday season on select dates only. Christmas tours of the star get you a VIP viewing of Amber Garcia at the Cowboys <laughs> ex- Christmas Extravaganza and holiday themed guided tour of the star. Festive takeaways include a limited ornament and a Santa hat. Space is limited. Book your visit at the starinfrisco.com slash tours today. Welcome back. It is the second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. The segment brought to you by blockchain.com. Bing. Dot com. There we go. Dot com. There A lot we going go. on there. All right. Let's, uh, let's jump in. Let's talk a little Cowboys versus Eagles. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Nick Bosa was speaking to the media, <laughs> and I thought it was really interesting. Uh, of course, the Eagles are rooting for the Cowboys this weekend because they're thinking, hey, we need somebody else to put another loss on the Eagles. 49ers, yeah? I'm sorry, 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, put another loss on the Eagles because, uh, you know, that'll put them in position to be the, the number one seed, which – Got me thinking, like, I don't know if I necessarily want them to be the number well, one the Seahawks seed. Are especially, well, especially if the Cowboys are going to be the fifth seed. I don't necessarily want them at one. But that all beside the point. He made the comment that they put on tape the blueprint for how you handle Jalen Hurts. My question for you guys is as you watch that game and have watched film, what do you think is that blueprint? We and talked you, about it. Yeah, we talked it's, about it's it. that four man rush, rush four. And keep and keep yeah. rush four. And, and hold contain. Keep yeah. contain. Keep don't, him in the pocket. Don't get out of lanes. That's the whole thing. You yeah. you, you, you got to play with discipline. Buffalo did the same thing. Yeah, you know. And but it's when you it's when they're a good enough offensive line that when they when you twist your front when you move your front they're good enough of taking your two guys and pinning them to one side. Yep. They're they're that type of they're they're powerful they're athletic, and so what happens if you keep your rush and your integrity of the pocket and the way you rush? We talk about making him play backwards, make him play off his back foot, make him hold the ball, make him make the decision as nobody's open. I've got to throw it away. That's what that's exactly what Buffalo did. That's exactly what the 49ers did. 
you know, they, they maintained their, their level of rush and they didn't give him the gaps, the crevices, uh, the space, anything. When he sees that he, when he sees you, uh, your defensive front all wadded up on one side of the field, he's going to run. That's just the way he plays. I mean, he's, he doesn't want to run, but he'll do it in a way to hurt you to get to the next down. So that's exactly what Bosa was talking about. And, and what's wild about it about it is the the outrage um, from Eagles fans, and and I, I don't understand it because if you've watched your quarterback. Um, over the course of this season, we'll keep it to this season, then you know that that's something that opposing defenses continually try to do is they try to keep him in the pocket, maintain uh, the lanes, and keep him contained, and then force him to either make that throw or stand there and get sacked by the interior pressure. So seeing Nick Bosa say it, I think for Eagles fans, it was just more so, oh, well, it's, it's a guy who just helped humiliate us on our own field, and now he's also rooting for the Cowboys to do the same but um, truth be told we talk about I said it yesterday it's one thing to have the blueprint of another team it's another thing to have the toolbox the Cowboys have the toolbox Um, so uh, I I love what Bosa said because it's true Um, hopefully you know, while the Cowboys are handling business against the Eagles in the in the hours prior, the Seahawks would have handled business against the 49ers to kind of wipe that smug look off his face. Because, I mean, thanks for cheering for the Cowboys both yeah. of this week, but go Seahawks, right? So, I mean, but nothing, nothing Bosa said is pulled out of thin air. It's something that teams have been trying to do to him, and they did it successfully. What you worry about in this game is it's really easy to say to rush four and, mm-hmm. and play and, and try and contain. He is banged up. I think he's more healthy, if that's just the right way to say it. I think he's healthier this game than he was in week nine with his injury. And so now it turns into like, okay, I'm just going to run. And I'm in pain. I'm going to run, and I'm going to get down, and I'm going to get out of bounds. But I'm going to make you – I'm going to make you have to defend me running. I don't think he wants to do all the read option stuff. I just think it's now either hand it off or throw the screen. I don't Mm -hmm. think he's interested in running the ball. But if you force him to run the ball, he will run the ball. And but you got to be you got to be disciplined the way you play against him, because even as banged up as he might, everybody thinks he is, uh, he's still capable of getting. He'll spring one. Yeah, eight, ten, yeah, twelve, fifteen one. yards, and then get down or get out of bounds. So here's one of the challenges I think that happens sometimes in football. You can look at a matchup like this, and I hear what you guys are saying of, you know, you you kind of have to stay in your lanes and and maybe avoid some of those yeah. some of those twists and stunts. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is. That's what they do. Like they do a lot of twists and stunts. So they don't rush how do you, four. How do you I mean? If right, you, but how you do you look at the metrics? They don't rush four. This right. is something that they're not uh, they're not accustomed to. They blitz on second down and they rush more. They're, they're five to six man rush team. You no, know? I get that. I, I guess what I'm saying though is they also do a lot of twists. Right, and a lot of stunts. And so where where I'm wondering is. How much do you say for a particular matchup? Let's get away from what we normally do. Yeah. In order to take advantage of the matchup versus this is what we normally do and it's what we're best at and we're going to stick with that even if that could expose us a bit. Well, the thing about it is twists and stunts and games and all that go really well when you play the Giants mm-hmm. or the Rams or somebody that has a, a bad offensive line. That's the problem when you play the Eagles is that you know where Dallas is going to have to win this game I think is in the middle of their defense. I think they're going to have to find a way to affect. And Bosa's also talking about affecting eye level, which is every quarterback's nightmare. When you see the rush and you, your eyes mm-hmm. go down and then you you take it. And that's why it's up by Hurts holds the ball. Yeah. You know, he, he holds it, he sees the rush, and he, it keeps coming, and then he looks back up, and then he tries to make a play. 
the twists, the games, and all that, 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 that get, you could get away when you have an offensive line that doesn't have athletic ability. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. That the, these tackles, to me, running Micah against these offensive tackles is a wasted rep. That, it just is. Yeah. It, you know, put him against you know, Cam Jurgens or put him against Kelsey. You know, the, put him against one of those guys that he could clearly win one on one. You know, with those other Johnson will just run you wide. I mean, mm-hmm. he'll just push you wide. And Mayalata on the other side is big enough that sometimes you could get him on the inside rush. But if you keep going wide on him, he's just a big body. He's going to make. He's just going to force you wide, force you wide, and you'll never get there. Okay. So to me, I when the twist, the games, the front, all that stuff against. Inferior offensive linemen work. When you twist, like I said earlier, when you twist against this front, they'll pin you to one side. They're good enough to adjust back and just pin you down there. And now that whole left side of your uh, of your uh, defensive line is exposed, and there's the ability to, to kind of go out that door. If you want to prove you're an elite defense, you have to be able to be versatile in what's yeah. required of you on a week-to-week basis. Um, go back to week five, and we talked about going into that game against the 49ers. What did the 49ers typically do as far as defensive secondaries go? It was primarily zone. zone. And then they switched to man on demand, Mm -hmm. and they were very effective in stopping the Cowboys and doing that. This is not a different situation entirely when you say, okay, well, yeah, you're better as a defensive front in Dallas with twists and stunts and gains and things like that, but be able to adapt to the opponent. This is an opponent that you would have a much easier time dealing with if you just say line up one, two, three, four, and go go beat your man. Go beat your man straight up. We're not going to get fancy with this. And then for those times where you can't beat your man, make sure you get your hands up in the passing lanes to try to bat down some of those quick outs, those quick slants and things like that. Uh, disrupt the eye level, like Brian said, and, and this is definitely one of those games where don't get too fancy with a lot of that that movement with the twists and the stunts. Just go line up nose to nose and just beat your man. And then if you lose that particular rep, make sure that you impact that rep by hands in the air. You know, go full J.J. Watt if you need to. Just try to disrupt the rep however you can. I have a question before yeah, go we go to break. Um, we know we've seen some struggles in the secondary the last couple of weeks. If you were to evaluate the Cowboys' defense right now versus how they looked the first time they faced the Eagles earlier this season, how different are they? The Eagles or the Cowboys? The Cowboys, Cowboys. I think there was the the questions that I had about the Cowboys' defense the first time around. I was worried about the run defense at that mm-hmm. point in time. I was really worried about their ability to. I was. I thought that Philadelphia would just load up and try and run the football on them. I think they're better equipped now. I've learned this about the Cowboys. It's usually not about them getting whipped up front with how teams play against them. It's a lot of it has to do with self-inflicted, where they jump gaps, don't play scheme, don't fit. Uh, you know, I think they have a better understanding of where they need to be in the run game part of it. So I think that's something you could kind of count on. What I would worry about in this game is that we saw the Seahawks with some of those in-breaking routes, and I mean the slants. And this could be this is something that the Eagles like to do. They like to throw the in, they like to throw the slant. Can Bland, can Gilmore, can these safeties, can the safeties react? You know, uh, you know, and, but you play so much single high there that it's kind of hard to take away slants with just one, unless you're shading to that one side. Uh, you know, so I, I feel like the Cowboys defensively against the run could be fine in this game. Mm-hmm. The the pass is what worries me, especially the quick stuff if they go to the slant game, and we've seen them give up some plays down the field. 
with some of the vertical routes and stuff. I felt like that maybe the first time around we didn't see that as much, but now we're starting to kind of see that teams are, you know, you throw the slant. I mean, they what the they've had they if you go back throughout the the year with the Jets, did the Jets had a, a slant in what week two that mm-hmm. went for a touchdown long one? Uh, we've seen them have some problems with with those uh, with those routes that break inside a little bit, and that that would be my concern, my biggest concern, if I were the Cowboys in this game coming up. I think they they've shown that they have it figured out in both run defense and pass defense. But when you come out of a game like you had against the Seahawks, and and I've said this before, I said it on the fan, I can't give enough roses to Geno Smith for for being able to get the ball out just as yeah. quickly as. As he could there was nothing you could really do about that um but uh, the cowboys need to against the eagles they need to combine those two things they need yeah. to combine the fact that they helped bottle up jalen hurts and in that run defense outside of the you know the game well touchdown that was more yeah. so a screen to the right but they were able to show that they can bottle that them up there and they've been showing that they can bottle up receivers uh through the course of the season by not allowing a 100-yard receiver until the Seahawks. And there's other contextuals there as well as three games in 11 days and your third game happens to be against this core, that wide receiver core, that's that's a handful. So now they're more rested, coming off of a mini-bye. It's the second, um, another chance for them. I don't see them having a bad day at the office in the passing game, two games in a row, and both of those games are at home. I think they bounce back well. But as far as the totality is concerned, I think this is a better defense than the one that went up to Philadelphia. And it's definitely a more motivated one because there's more on the line now. And again, they do not want to be the reason that the Cowboys are fearful of losing this game late in the fourth quarter, uh, not for a second consecutive week. The offense saved the game, saved the day last week. So you better believe Micah Tank and those guys, they're like, uh, you're not going to put that on us this week. We're going to be out there. We're going to play some ball. Yeah, you know, we mentioned Seattle. And I wonder if this whole concept of the blueprint goes both ways. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Philadelphia looks at that game and they say, hey, if we can get our quick passing game going, Dallas might struggle with that because – for whatever reason, a lot of times those corners will back off, and they'll give you that quick that yeah. quick slant. They'll give you that quick in, that quick out. If you can get your quick passing game going, that could be a problem for Dallas. Yeah, there were a couple of times, too, where I thought Dallas against Seattle got caught in some bad coverages, third and two, and they're playing off, and it's mm-hmm. a nine-yard pass to yep. Smith and Jigba on the out, and you're like going – Man, that was way too easy for them. You know, they're fight. You know, you're fighting to get off the field, and you allow them to catch the ball for nine yards. Yeah, that that might be a little bit of being a little shy about. Okay, we're if we play up on these guys, are we going to give up a bigger play? Yeah, you know. So and it, they were explosive. The yeah, this were, this is so. a good receiver crew, and we'll see what happens with their tight end. You know, him coming back, and is he in game shape? Is he ready to go? There's so many problems that he presents on third down. Uh, and I, I think the Cowboys saw a little bit of that last time that they played. Well, the, the beauty of it is, and as we have this conversation, we talk about you know where defenses are. Uh, I think the Eagles' defense is it, it was already not great. Run defense was in Week 9. Um, mm-hmm. Secondary, not so much. I think the secondary is worse uh, now entering Week 14 than it was in Week 9. And the Cowboys' offense is better uh, entering Week 14 than it was in Week 9. So, yeah, we're talking about you know how will Dallas Goddard, Goddard uh, impact the game if he will will he have some rust that he needs to knock off and these quick in routes which is nothing that the Cowboys aren't accustomed to because this is what the Eagles do anyway so the Seahawks doing it no big deal but when you talk about the Cowboys and Lamb being moved all around and Cook's now getting yeah. involved and some of these other guys Jake Ferguson mm-hmm. really coming on strong and the list goes on and on Kevontae Turpin there is a there are a lot of stress points for this Eagles secondary that is one of the worst in the league um, so 
you know, the Eagles have more than their handful as well. So as long as the Cowboys offense is what it has been, they could get out to a fast start and they could use the scoreboard as, an, as the 12th defender. All right, real quick, let's talk about the uh, have a, these two questions I want you all say, you all to answer. Who's the most dangerous offensive player for Philadelphia, and who's the most dangerous defensive player for Philadelphia in this matchup? I, I, I'm going to lean with uh, Smith. That uh, I, you know, I know everybody talks about Brown and what he can do, AJ Brown, and he's just a physical beast out there. But Devonta Smith to me is the one. I, I feel like though, when the game when Hertz needs a play a, to convert. He is going to look for number six. Mm-hmm. This kid has got great body control. He plays with balance. He's fast. He he catches everything you throw at him. So I would worry about him. He's the guy that bothers me the most going into this one. Offensively, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. Um, I mean, that's as we have this conversation, he's still in top of the conversation for MVP. Uh, and if you can. If your game plan is effective against Hertz and or you can get hands on him or you can force him to throw where you want him to throw, how you want him to throw, you will negate Devontae Smith. You will negate A.J. Brown. You will negate Dallas Goddard. So for me, their passing game, it starts and it ends with what Jalen can do. And that also includes if you allow him to leak out the backside and stretch plays and extend drives, that's just going to make for a longer day. So for me, offensively, it's Jalen Hurts. Defensively, it, they have some dogs up front, but I'm going to go with Hassan Reddick. has to be. Yeah, Hassan Reddick, he's just too good at what he does he he can go speed to power and his speed is a real problem for uh, uh opposing offensive tackles so uh keep an eye on on Hassan Reddick if you can bottle him up or or keeping keep him kind of negated as much as you can then you will have an opportunity several opportunities for explosive plays if not um Dak's gonna have to use his legs more than he has been using mm-hmm. yeah this is mm-hmm. this game could very well come down to how well Terrence Steele plays and how well that they they handle Reddick off that off that left side for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I still think that Terrence still has been improving. He has, and he he's a guy that right now I, I a lot of the senses that I'm getting from a lot of people is they don't they still don't have full trust in him just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, with him with dealing with that injury and the way he's coming back, even though he's been improving, he's still a guy that. You know, you mentioned it the other day. You if you allow a pass rusher to get through you yeah. three times, you're that's a bad game. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. so, it's it's a it's an area where it can definitely affect the game and affect how um, Dak Prescott plays. So one thing that that is in their advantage for the Cowboys is the fact that. Dak is playing so fast and he's getting rid of the ball so quickly and he's been feeling a lot more comfortable using his legs, getting out of the pocket if needed and running. So at least there is that positive side that you have a a quarterback that right now feels a lot more comfortable uh, with everything that he's doing. So hopefully that doesn't become a factor, but definitely a player to watch there and a matchup to watch. And I was going to go with Jalen Hurts too, Mm -hmm. just because, I mean, that's where it all starts. And Jalen Hurts, even when he was injured that last time they played, he was still running. Like he was he used yeah. his legs yeah. a few plays and it was positive for them. So he's still a weapon. He he's healthier, quote unquote, yeah. than the last time they were. And it concerns me when you have a, a quarterback that can't run because right. we've seen how much that can affect this Cowboys defense. So 
those would be my two guys as well. Yeah, after after seeing what DK Metcalf did last week, I, I got to think it's A.J. Brown. Yeah. You want to talk about a clone, right? That, mm-hmm. That's a clone that's and fair. probably a better version of that clone. And uh, the things that we saw DK Metcalf <clears throat> do last week, I think A.J. Brown can do that and then some. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I'm a little bit worried about that. I, like all season, they hadn't really had receivers get them like that. And then you have now two games in the yeah. last, what, two games <laughs> two in the last two <laughs> yeah. where you've had a receiver go over 100 yards and yeah. so um, I'm a little bit concerned about A.J. Brown and what he can do yeah. uh, he's been having one of those years so it, it wouldn't be shocking if he does to the Cowboys what he's done to many many other teams this season alright let's take our final break we'll come back got a few more questions for you guys we'll get to our picks we'll be back DallasCowboys.com radio Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYS VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys VIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the break. Okay, uh, get the coverage you need for this football season with Dallas Cowboys cold weather gear. Visit the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience and score knit hats, hoodies, jackets, and more. 
Welcome back. Final segment of the break. Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. And use Derek's discount to get all that stuff. <laughs> Actually, they did just send us our discount. There you go. Link the other day. There so I'm go. like, yeah, there let's go, go do some Christmas shopping. Let's there have some fun here. All right. Um, let's talk about. Uh, let's get some fan questions. I, I put it out there on Twitter today. What? I got a few back. Yeah. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna get to some of these questions. We're doing man, of, man of the people. I'm a man of the people. Man of the person. Man of the people. Man of the person. Whichever one. Let's see if it'll be a person or if it'll be people. Man of the most. My segment. No, it's your birthday. I didn't want to have to put you to work on your birthday, so I was like, I'll take care you, of this you today. You, you, you enjoy your day, you, but by Not next like week you, you'll be Derek. back. <laughs> Derek, Derek can be like, if it's birthday, if it's date night, if it's like he had one drink at a restaurant, he's like. You want to host tomorrow? You got this? I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like... Not one drink. She called you a lightweight. Hey, man. Sometimes, no, I, sometimes the, I feel like it. My body is like... The it could be anything this, that involves I'm, any type of activity. Derek is like, I, I'm not in the headspace. I've never met a you lightweight Because Derek is very... He needs a whole breakdown of those. everything. They don't make those. Hey, man. I'm just going to say, you get to 50... The body starts telling you different things. When I woke up, what was that, Sunday morning after the Texas game? Wow. That was, that was a rough day. That was a rough day. That was a rough day. All right. Let's take a question. Brian Woodward. Uh, his oh. question is, yes, sir. No, it said Brian. I was like, oh, no, no. Question? Brian Woodward. Yeah. His question is, is the Cowboys offensive line gelling at the right time? He says Dak is playing lights out, but the O-line holding up is what makes that possible in many cases. What do you think? Uh, not perfect quite yeah. yet, but absolutely coming together with their continuity and gelling at the right time. And we talked about it midseason when the question was posed, how many games does this front five need to have together in order to start really establishing that continuity? And I said four. OK, well, we're past that marker now and they got the plan down pat with Tyron Smith not practicing. Sprinkle some of that magic on Zach Martin as well. And now every single game these guys play together, every single rep is another opportunity for them to uh, kind of come together chemistry wise. So, yeah, they are, in fact, coming together at a perfect time because this stretch is about, is about to be brutal for the Cowboys. Big challenge at center. The Oddish is playing better, and your right tackle is playing better. And that's made this line better overall. Yeah. So that you need those two to continue the this weekend for sure. It's going to be a real challenge inside for these guys. It's not about the movement. It's about can you just – do you have enough rocks in your pocket to keep them from knocking you back? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the problem you're going to deal with this weekend. Yeah, uh, we've been talking about December for quite a while and how tough it's going to be, the challenge and everything that's to come. So this is definitely the perfect time for, for the line to start gelling and, and us seeing some of the improvement there as well as the running game. Like, the run game has improved. We've seen it get better the last two weeks so it's trending upwards Tony Pollard the way that he's playing as well and that's credit to what's happening with the O-line and everything yep. that they're doing so yeah next question from uh, Timothy Peters his question is oh, will the Cowboys people actually have names yeah this yeah. is cool no they're all I, I know I appreciate that <laughs> I really do question is <laughs> will Cowboys put a spy on Hertz also will Cowboys give Terrence Steele help with a chip block uh, from tight end down the stretch when Steele is getting tired. I think those are two things you have to always think about. I always hate the spy thing. It never works out. I saw somebody the other day, I think your Georgia Bulldogs did this. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really good plan. I think two. They play we two. Play two. Had Whichever him on way side. he goes. That's right. And the one time we didn't, yeah. he the, split the Red yeah. Seas. Yeah. The one time we <laughs> did. He's bringing up old stuff. You know, I, I, you know <laughs> what? Usually you hate that because, yeah. because <laughs> the, the spy gets lost in the track. Right, yeah. And all of a sudden the spy runs the hump, and then now it's a seven, eight-yard run already, mm-hmm. and you're not – you know, if you're a spy, you got to go attack the guy. You yep. can't wait around. 
I think Georgia and Kirby Smart and that staff did a really good job of understanding that you, if the guy's going to go right or left, now maybe you set it off the way you set your rush. You know, maybe you say, okay, we're going to rush where we're going to force him to go to our left, mm-hmm. and you set the guy right there, yep. Micah Parsons or somebody right there off that side. But, man, I just can't tell you how many times the spy has ended up not getting the job done. Yeah. I, I always worry about that. And, yes, I think during the game you have to find ways to try and help steal. Uh, you just don't let – Hassan Reddick or Graham or Sweat or anybody that's rushing out there feel comfortable that it's going to be a one-on-one game the whole time. Yeah, Chip at them, cut at them, hit them in the legs, whatever you have to do to try and slow up those edges. I think when you're talking about Jalen Hurts, uh, you do have to consider it. Um, but for me, understanding that Jalen Hurts does not want to run and me tasking my front four uh, with, the, with the job of keeping him in the pocket, maintaining the contain, and then trying to disrupt him from there – I personally would not go with a spy because that takes someone out of coverage. That takes someone out of you know covering laterally because he's just focused on this particular guy who doesn't want to run. Um, so if it was more so a run first kind of guy, uh, e.g. Jalen Hurts when he's healthy, then that's more of a consideration. Before a guy who's dealing with a knee injury, and maybe he is feeling a little bit better, yeah. but he's not 100%. So that's not going to be his first or even his second thought. I wouldn't put a spy on that. I would just look at the front four and say, go win. Um, and then I would look at the back seven and say, here are your assignments, and go from there. If you're going to do it, Bell's the best open field tackler you got, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, And he's got the speed to run and with And he's him. got the yeah, speed. Get to yeah, him. he does. Yeah. Question. Um, Amber Garcia. Amber Garcia sends this question. <laughs> well, I'm just here thinking, as you were talking, Patrick, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, obviously I get it. In situations where you have to run and you see the opportunity, yeah. as a quarterback, right. you just do it. Right. Like, that's Natural. what it is. Yeah. You, you got to play. Right. This yeah. is what it right. is. But looking at December where they're at, I mean, are you trying to avoid possibly like at all costs, like limit the amount of times that you, as the quarterback, runs? They have to worry about him getting hurt. Their season yeah. falls apart. You know, last year they played Garden Minshew for what two games? One of the games, the second Cowboys game, I believe he started, and they they went zero and two in games. This guy didn't play. They yeah. they realize without him, and most teams, you know, yeah. most teams without their starting quarterback are not going to fare very well. I think they're very mindful of how banged up this guy can get running the football. So you're not on the Marcus Mariota train, <laughs> yeah. as some. But you know the, the, the interesting are. part about that is it doesn't mean well, he I, can't run. I do run. understand. I do understand what the what he what uh, what Carr. He, uh, Carr said because he's saying play him until he's healthy until you he got healthy. Yeah, right. that give part, him a chance to get healthy. That yeah. part of it I do respect. Yeah. yeah, I will say this. I don't think it means he can't run. I think it means that. They're probably preaching to him when you run, know when the ride's over and yeah. get down. Yeah. Like don't and he, take he the understands hits. That don't take too. the unnecessary yeah. hits. So he's and he's actually pretty good at it. Like you don't see him taking a lot of big hits. He leaks, he gets yeah. to the sidelines, and then he goes and out of bounds. That's exactly right. Yeah. He he yeah. knows how to do it quite well. So I don't know Covers that some ground. I don't know that he's not that 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 stops him from running. I just think it's it's more being smart. I mean, we we've seen that that's been the conversation that they've had around here with Dak after his injury was yeah. we don't necessarily want to take it out of him. But we do need him to be smart. They you did. heard Jerry say yeah. that a they, lot. They, they did it take it out of him. Took it but out Jerry of him. said, "Well, I remember Jerry saying on the on the fans several yeah. times, we're not necessarily telling him to stop. We need him to be smart. Right. We need to make sure that he's not. And I I don't know if that translated to him as I just need to stop. And now he's getting that back. But you don't see Dak taking a lot yeah. of big blows right now either. I think there are moments in games when you will expose yourself for the risk versus the reward. Right. But the vast majority of the time, a smart NFL quarterback knows." 
has to know when it's time to get down. I think last year's version of Jalen Hurts, you'd be more apt to put a spy on that guy. This year's version, as we have this conversation, uh, I'm not there with that. Mm. I'm looking at my front four and saying, you know, you've proven that you can, all four of you, and the wave behind you, you've proven that you can go out there and win the game. So go do it. All right. Time for picks. What do we have? 30-27 Dallas. I think it's going to be a Seattle game all over again. I think it's going to come down Just to back and forth. I think it's going to be both teams are going to be fighting to try and stop the other one. There's going to be huge plays in this game. And hopefully this, this Cowboy crowd has done a great job. 14 straight wins, I believe, now at home. Mm-hmm. They're really getting into it. This is a hated rivalry. You need this game desperately. You find a way to get it done at the end. Dallas 30. Uh, Philadelphia 27. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game all the way down to maybe the last five, six minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, and I think ultimately the, the Cowboys defense gets a, a critical stop and the Dak Prescott and the offense, they go down. And it's a one-score game all the way to this point, but then this is the nail in the coffin. So 35-24, um, but it's a one-score game until the Cowboys put a nail in the coffin. Okay. I think it'll be a close one all the way to the end, 35-32. Cowboys, you'll be one of those games. Same, yeah. Same thought with like how we went with Seattle. Just a lot of back and forth, and the offense being the protagonist of the story. Both offenses, yeah. scoring points. I think the secondary of the Eagles is worse than the secondary of the of the Seattle Seahawks. I think Dallas is in the forty range again this week, but I think it's a close game. Obviously, I don't I don't think that the Cowboys necessarily have shown me that they're going to be able to 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 stop this Philadelphia offense either. So I think it's going to be back and forth game. I think it comes down to Brandon Arbery and his leg, and that's what gets the win for the Cowboys, forty one thirty eight, in a very very entertaining but very it's going to be a stressful it's going to be very very stressful game stressful very very stressful game. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. We'll tell you what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Till then, for Patrick Walker and Brian brought us Amber Garcia. I am Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?